Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 3, Karma Yoga, Yoga of Action. So we have seen in last few verses that Bhagavan says that Prakrutehe Kriyamanani Gunehi Karmani Sarvasa. All actions are performed by Prakriti. Ahankara Vimudhatma Karta Aham Iti Manyade. But the one who is deluded by ego, he thinks he is the doer. So this is something Bhagavan is trying to clarify, which we have learnt in chapter 2, that Purusha is the enabler. Prakriti functions when Purusha and Prakriti come together, but all actions belong to Prakriti. There is no activity in I, the Purusha. That we consider our own self, the I, which last time we talked about will and free will. German philosopher Schopenhauer wrote a book called The World as Will and Representation. So this will is the force which enables the Prakriti to represent itself. So here we are saying the actions are performed in Prakriti. It is something similar to a situation that in my house, there are several gadgets which generates heat, light, sound, picture, which makes the house lively and livable. But all this equipment are only functioning when they're electrified. So if a bulb somehow gets this ego that I am the one who gives light, then the, the electricity is the guru can come and tell that bulb that, no, no, all activities are performed by all equipment, but not because of themselves, but because of the electricity functioning through them. But activity does not belong to electricity. Bulb not functioning well or is dim or bright, it does not belong to the electricity. That belongs to the bulb itself. So the bulb is getting jealousy that other bulb is brighter and I am dimmer and I have to do something to be brighter. All that belongs to Prakriti. Bhagavan said, so, first of all, know that you are not the doer. Your dimness or brightness belongs to the equipment and not to you, the electricity. He thinks that he is the doer. But the one who knows, Tattvittu Mahabhaho Guna Karma Vibhago, but one who knows the reality, the truth about this, the guna and a karma, he knows the gunas of the prakriti, which are sattva, rajas and tamas, and their functions. Function of sattva is to be in existence in knowledge. Rajas is activity and tamas is inertia. They have their own gunas. Things which are made up of these three gunas in prakriti, they function according to those gunas and permutation combinations of those gunas. Guna guneshu vartanta iti matvanna sajjade. Knowing that the qualities of my senses 
in the sense objects outside when they come together the activity takes place as we have seen last time that the senses create sensation on the mind the sensation create the perception in the mind that perception can conception of their object that conception of their object if it is in line with my tendencies then it creates action if it is not in line with my tendency i won't even pay attention there are so many sensations come to me but i am only aware of those i am paying attention to and i am paying attention to those only which are in line with my tendencies so as bhagwan said guna guneshu vartantaha my guna is as this limited being and the guna of the objects outside they are acting with each other but i remains uninvolved so the verse we have seen which is almost a summary of karma yoga in two lines bhagwan says how to practice karma yoga mai sarvani karmani sanyasya adhyatma chetasaha nirasi nirmamo bhutva yudhyasva vigata jwaraha renouncing all actions in me with mind centered on yourself it's like that electricity guru telling that bulb that you offer all your light to me it is me who enables you to give light you just focus on your own self what is your reality is nirasi nirmamo bhutva you do not have any expectation what will come out of me no so don't consider your past achievement is yours all that was happening for that bulb is because of the electricity as long as electricity is functioning whether it was giving a good light or a bad light or it was performing according to the expectation of the home owner or not all that is because of the electricity so whatever is coming out of you as actions devote all of them to me the enabler so he the me is bhagwan said is your own self your true self which is limitless you are binding it into your own limitedness you offer all your actions to me and do not have any expectations do not dwell in future what will happen in future will my actions generate good results or not will i achieve something or not all that he say you live it to the karma faladata and nirmamaha all you exemplified in the past is also past it's all gone we have a great tendencies most of the olden cultures to dwell in past and say we used to have great culture look at our culture in mahabharata look at our culture in rama's time so that doesn't really matter what are you doing right now matters your culture right now are we the most cultured people on this planet do we have the right values or are we corrupt people that matters what we are doing right now not what we did in the past not we may do in the future so bhagwan said nirasi nirmamo bhutva yudhyasva bhigata jwaraha you engage in your activity inactivity is not an option for you you engage in your activity without having this agitations in your mind which is like a fever will rob your energy this agitations about what will i get in the future and what are my accomplishment in the past forget about all of that become completely healthy 
to function in present. That basically a summary of Karma Yoga. Act in present. Do not worry about the future. Do not regret what you did or did not do or accomplish in the past. And engage yourself in actions. Devote all actions to the enabler. The self in you, you can only act as long as you are living. You will not be able to act when you die. After your death, there is no activity for this limited body. So therefore, offer all your actions to the enabler, the consciousness, your own self. And then Bhagavan says, Yeme matamin. This is my opinion. Whether you like it or not, but I'm telling you, this is my Yeme matamidam. Nityam anutisthanti manavaha. Those people who follow these teachings of mine, this teaching which I have just taught you, the Karma Yoga, how to act in this world, offer your actions to the Supreme Self, the Supreme Will. We have a will. Our desire is to live. So there is a will to live, a will to act. Do I have a free will? Free will is something when I have more choices and I can choose one of them, that's a free will. If I have a desire to play outside as a child, but my mother said that you have to do homework. Well, if I can decide, it's a free will. But if my mother decides, then no, no, you can go out to play right now and do your homework. That's not a free will. So Bhagavan says that you have a you have free will, a very narrow window. Either you can choose my teachings of how to act in this world outside or other opinions you have, how you can get your happiness by your actions. So we do have a concept, in the last time we argued about whether we have a concept of free, we do have a concept of free, we call it Purushartha. Purushartha and Prarabdha. Prarabdha is something I have no control over. There is no free will there in Prarabdha. The situation I am facing is because of my past actions. Those past actions go as long as I can think about my existence. This life, previous life, life previous to that, whatever that is. That's prarabdha. Situation is presented to me by my prarabdha. The way I act in this situation is my purushartha. I don't have a complete free will that I can do whatever I want because I can change the situation. But I do have free will to act within the circumstances what I can do. So the will of an individual is always limited. A complete free will is the universal will, the will of God as we call it in our religious terminology. Universal will is free. I have a limited free will and I can exercise that free will. So Bhagavan said, those who exercise that narrow free will to follow my teachings, who constantly follow my teachings, Sraddhavantaha Anusuyantaha Muchyante Tiyapi Karmabhi. Those who follow my teachings with Sraddha, without raising trivial doubts, it is my opinion that they will also achieve the liberation from karma. Naiskarmya Siddhi. They will achieve the final goal. So, here are a couple of things we can look at. So what Bhagavan is saying is that you may have your own doubts whether this is really workable. This Karma Yoga we had been talking about, act without any expectations, don't have any regrets about what you achieve. All the way, it really doesn't work. Unless I have a passion 
to achieve something, if I have a fire in my belly to go and get it, how am I going to get it? So that's my belief. Unless I have this passion to achieve, and I'll do anything to achieve it, based on my tendencies. Bhagavan said, put all this thing aside. Don't raise those trivial doubts in your mind. If you subside those trivial doubts in your mind, and have sraddha, have faith that this will work, and then you follow all the time, nityam anutishtanti manava, those people who practice that narrow free will to take my advice and have faith in it and follow. Muchyante tiyapi karma behi. They will also be released from all karma, all actions, all sorrows, all unhappiness. We may have heard before, before Gita came along, there were so many other maths, as we, as we have discussed, there is sat dasana. Some are iswarvadi, some are aniswarvadi. Some say the going to heaven is the only goal, and others say the liberation is the goal. There are so many maths. But I say, Krishna said, this is my mata. You may think this is so simplistic. People say to achieve the samadhi, this yogi has to practice for a long period of time. And you are saying, samatvam yoga just a balanced mind and you're done. So you may have lots of doubts, but if you have faith in my teachings and follow, you shall achieve that nice karma siddhi. So we have discussed many times the word sraddha. Is it the blind faith that Krishna cannot be wrong? I have to follow him, whether I like it or not. So we have come across several definitions of sraddha. One Swamiji gives in Vivek Chudamani, he says, my belief in what I do not know. Something I do not know, I do not know whether Bhagavan exists or not, but I have faith. That's my belief. That yes, there is a superior power. Even though I do not know what that power is right now. But I have believed that I may come to know sometime. If I work at it diligently, I will come to know that power, that supreme power. What I believe in is Sraddha. If I have a belief in something I, which I do not have a direct knowledge right now, but a faith that I will come to know, then my belief is correct. Swamiji says that's Sraddha. That's Swamiji's definition. But one Sankracharya's definition is Guru Vedanta Vakya Adisu Viswas is Sraddha. My trust in the words of my teacher and Scriptures, scriptures in a sense, the books of knowledge which I have trusted, Upanishads, Vedanta, Bible, whatever you consider book of knowledge, if you have trust in that, that's Sraddha. You and I have Sraddha, we like it or not. When we board a plane, I have a complete Sraddha that the pilot knows what he is doing, that he is properly trained. So I will reach my destination without any problem. Without the Sraddha, it will be very difficult for me to board that plane. I have Sraddha in laws of nature that when I put key in my ignition in my car and turn it, it will work. The laws of nature, laws of thermodynamics and whatever that is which keeps my car working, it will work. Because if I don't have Sraddha, I'll be tormented every morning. How am I going to go to work? Bhagavan said, you have Sraddha. Now, if you take this ability of yours to have faith and listen to 
the path which I have given you, the path of karma yoga, and practice it, thou shall achieve that nice karma siddhi. There is no bondage of actions for you. What is it that is stopping me from performing it? Is etu etad abhyasuyantaha na anutishthanti me matam sarva jnana vimudhan tan viddhi nashtan achetasa I know that this is what Bhagavan said, but I do not think I can practice that because it, I think it's impractical. So what is it that making me do that? My vasanas. We all are born with tendencies and vasanas. Those vasanas create negative tendencies. Jealousy, greed, anger. The jealousy, why he's having this more than I do. The greed, I accomplish so much that people will be jealous of me. Anger, I'll destroy him. We hear in Hindi movies, the person is dying. I I couldn't take the revenge on such and such family. Better you go and do it. So we'll, we'll pass it on even the negative tendencies to others. If I follow those tendencies, thinking that that will give me what I'm seeking, happiness, Sarvagnana Vimudaha, they are devoid of the reality that these tendencies are not going to give them happiness. Even though I may feel good for a while, but ultimately I'll get pain. When I destroy someone's career, someone's life, may give me joy for a moment, but then there will be nothing but pain only. So Bhagavan said, Nastan Achatasa. They get ruined because their evolution is basically is now stopped. They cannot rise above their own limitations. Sadrusam Kvestate Svasyaha. Prakrute Gnanavanabhi. Is there any exception in the rule that all beings have tendencies and vasanas? The very fact that I have taken birth tells me that I have tendencies and vasanas. Without any kind of a desire, no action takes place. We know that. Desire to function in this world, that's the will. Will to exist, will to live has created my existence as this limited being. I will act according to my tendencies. Every person acts according to his own prakriti. Prakriti, his own tendencies. Gnanavanapi, even a knowledgeable person is not an exception. Even a knowledgeable person has his own tendencies. They will say, oh, yoga is the only way to achieve this. But some knowledgeable people say, well, that's not necessary. Me sitting down and contemplating is good enough. Some will say, no, doing bhajan, bhakti is the only way to achieve Bhagavan. So even Gnanvan has his own tendencies. And even for a Gnanvan, after knowing the knowledge, I cannot get rid of my own tendencies without sublimating them. So he said, prakritim vyanti bhutani nigraha kim kareshati. All beings in this Prakriti, those who are part of Prakriti, they are following their own Prakriti. They will act according to their own Gunas. So, Nigra Kim So, restraining actions, what can that restrain do? Restraint is powerless. In other words, Bhagavan said, if you have a tendency to do something, do it. 
do not restrain yourself. Your tendency for arts, your tendency for business, tendency for sports, do not restrain it. Restraining it will not give you any good result. But sublimating them or transforming them into something which is useful. I give this example all the time. Swami Dhirananda said, if you like film songs, why don't you convert the film songs in bhajans? Same tendency to sing. Now I can do either bhajan or I can do romantic songs. My goal was to fulfill my vasana to sing. One way or other, if it fulfills, I'll be fine. Swamiji says, bhajan singing may help you a little more than singing film songs. So you can take your vasanas and offer them to Bhagawan. That's why in our culture, all arts revolving around Krishna or some religious, everything revolves around one central theme, that the supreme being is the one who is enabling me to do all this thing. Therefore, I offer everything to him, my art, my ability to earn money, to create wealth, all that Bhagawan said, you just offer it to me and I will take care of all your tendencies. But restraining them will not get you anywhere. We'll stop right here. If you find this podcast helpful, please support it by donating any amount by going to the episode's website at neilbutt.podbean.com or at chinmayarichmond.org. Thank you. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om